tragics. We're, we're weekend packers and, and we love That's to right. go to golf. And I, I think oh, that, I showed that, that, you guys that on the weekend. Yes, 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 <laughs> you did. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. I, I just, uh, G'day folks and welcome back to the Golf Days Australia podcast for another week. It's your host Steve-O here and this week we thought we'd take you back to a couple of uh, interviews we did a few weeks ago. We had our GDA podcast family member Amy Walsh back on. Uh, We caught up with Amy to see what's been happening for her since she's been back overseas and competing again. Uh, We also caught up with a 10-year-old sensation hailing from Coolangatta and Tweed Heads Golf Club in Courtney, Houston. So we caught up with Courtney and her dad, Simon. Now, Courtney's a little 10-year-old sensation, um, recently taking out their club's women's A-grade net title at the age of 10 years old, the women's A-grade net title. Pretty big feat for a 10-year-old, and let me just say now, their family is one to watch over the years to come. I'll just give you a little spoiler. Courtney's little brother is also a bit of a uh, sensation as well. So, mate, Simon, you're doing a great job up there and uh, and breeding the next generations of talent um, coming out of Australia. So, uh, well done to those guys, and it was great to be able to catch up with you and and have a bit of a chat and and hear about what's been happening for you, Courtney. But, guys, I'm going to take you into it now. We're going to play the interview. interview with Amy and then we'll kick off into the interview with Simon and Courtney. Enjoy. I am joined this evening by the one and only Double Par. How are you this evening, mate? G'day, Steve-O. I'm Will Chopper. How are you, mate? Yeah, doing well. I'm. Uh, we're, we're obviously on a little bit earlier than than the normal this week. Uh, our our special guest, our returning special guest, uh, has got a busy busy training regime uh, happening at the moment. So we're trying to get uh, get a little chat in before she heads off and starts training. And uh, daylight savings is messing me up a little bit uh, at the moment, but I'm doing quite well, mate. Doing well. Um, before we get stuck into it, we're proudly. Proudly partnered with a few uh, great companies, uh, the netreturn.com.au. Coming into Christmas, we'll have a few uh, special deals for our uh, GDA members out there. Um, and also sessionset.com, current promo for GDA members only. Uh, get yourself a subscription and use the code GDA Beer or GDA Cider, uh, all capitals, uh, all one word, and you'll get 20 bucks off your first case. And there's also free shipping in Sydney metro areas as well. Uh, and, of course, our other sponsors, Cobra Puma Golf and Dint Putters, still kicking us along, which is fantastic to have their support. But, um, DP, let's get stuck into it tonight. Uh, we've got our very own GDA podcast family member joining us back once again is Amy Walsh. How are you, Ames? I'm good, thanks. How's it going? We're doing quite well, DP. You finish your uh, crumpet, Amy? Yeah, just smash my crumpets. I'm good now. Uh, you want to tell the, <laughs> tell the viewers you're a weirdo and you only have butter on it? You need to have honey. No, I, no, I don't like honey, but um, just as long as it's like dripping in butter, I feel like that's all you need. I must admit, I've, I've watched your Instagram and, and look, you're over there playing as an elite golfer and your diet, is is there a strict diet that you adhere to or are you, uh, are you just one of these people that can eat whatever you want and don't put on any weight? Well, I feel like I'm just, I'm carb loading, you know, with my compass. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to go with. Very good. It's good to see you back. Do you miss us? Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough um, 
separation anxiety, but um, yeah, it's good to good to see you guys again. Excellent. Well, not see you, obviously, not see you, <laughs> but. Um... Yeah. oh great great well let's get stuck into it tonight um before we get into it we started a bit of an ice breaking uh segment with some of our other uh special guests and thought we'd throw this one out to you as well but we've got a quick fire par five so five quick questions to get us started and get and get you to the hole you ready okay (laughs) um (laughs) do you have any golf particular superstitions I only, ha- I think we did mention this one um, with my zips on my bag on the, when yes. there's two zips, they have to be in the middle. But other than that, um, no, I try not to have anything else I need to worry about. <laughs> good, good. I bought a tailor-made backpack not long ago and only three of the pockets have the double zip. One of them doesn't have the double zip and has to go the whole mm. way over. What would you mm. do there? Well, yeah, then it's got to be all the way over, but. <laughs> I, my I, my preference would be the two zips and made in the middle. Yep. <laughs> All good. All right. Um, seven iron carry distance. No wind. Um, hundred and fifty-two meters. Okay. Nice. Pretty precise there. Not hundred fifty-two and a half. Just hundred fifty-two <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> One five two. I'd call it. Yeah. One five two. Great. Uh, favorite movie. Um. Ooh. Um. Bridesmaids, maybe. Bridesmaids, okay. Yeah, interesting one. Interesting one. Uh, We've yeah, had golf comedy. movies predominantly, uh, oh, but that's okay. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. Uh, first tee box. You're standing over the ball. What are you thinking? Um, not not much. Um, just pick your target and just hit it. Basically, I normally have like one key swing thought but um that would change kind of week to week but yeah other than that not much just pick the target and hit it good uh and i'm sure we've probably covered this off before but let's get into it anyway any holes in one no No, not yet (laughs) i don't need to elaborate on that just no (laughs) join the Um, club Join yeah. the club, Amy. <laughs> Double par. You got a bonus question, I believe. Oh, I know, but Amy sort of half answered this because she sent me one. How many double pars have you had, <laughs> Amy? And you sent me a big fat one a couple of months ago, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. In my whole life, I probably a, a massive amount. Um, I would say in recent memory, like that's I couldn't really name another one. Um, but yeah, I was on the golf course. Just like hitting shot after shot, and I was just thinking, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have a double par." And then, <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I better send it in because if they find it, and then I've like just kept it on the sly, they're gonna be like, <laughs> think I've hidden it." So I did say that I would send one in if I had one, and then, you know, and then I did. So um, such a good sport. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. Got me a few followers too. I think I cracked the 120 with that one. So thank you for that. You so go. you've been over there. Do what I think I You've been playing, I think you've had five tournaments we've been sort of following. How have you found it? Um, Yeah, it's like a bit of a shock to the system going from obviously like no tournaments to I did five in a row um, on the road in the tournament bubble. Um, So it's a little bit of a, yeah, it's it's a lot different, but I guess you can't really complain about it when that's all we've been wanting to do is play tournaments. So um, 
yeah, it's been difficult in some aspects, but it has been good to get back competing um, just a little bit different than um, it is in, in normal years, obviously. Yeah. So self, self-praise, self-assessment, how do you think you've gone in those five tournaments? Um, yeah, I haven't really had the results I was looking for. Um, yeah, I mean, I've played a couple of LET events and just, um, yeah, it's hard to sort of pinpoint exactly what the, the problem was, but yeah, I struggled off the tee a little bit in my last event, um, on the access, um, access series. I've made those three cuts, but it's kind of, if you're not first, you're last a little bit in those, in those events, it feels like. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know if you'd say rusty the first couple of events back. You definitely, I felt like it took a while to get back into the swing of competition. It's just different than when you're trying to emulate that at home. Um, obviously conditions are, are different than what I play on the Gold Coast as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got two more events coming up next week, which hopefully, um, yeah, I can have two big finishes there would be ideal, obviously. Um, so I suppose you, you talked about it there in the tournament bubble. Uh, maybe you help our guys understand what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. We hear that term quite a bit, but what does that actually mean um, for, for you? Well, I feel like um, our tournament bubble seems to be a lot stricter than other tournament bubbles that I've seen. Like yeah. I saw the picture of like, Tiger and Rory having that burger by the um, media center and stuff like that. And like, we're not even allowed to do that. We can't even sit with other people um, unless you're, you're allowed to have like one to two other people, depending on like the situation in your bubble for the week. And then that's sort of supposed to stay that way for the rest of the tournaments. Um, Like obviously if you're staying with someone, you're almost classed as one person. Um, And then we'd be allowed to, have lunch together in the players lounge and then like literally that's it you can't sit with other people to have lunch you can't obviously then socialize with them um we've had the our situation is literally you fly in or whatever you have to rent a car you can't um, get a taxi or there's no transportation you just rent the car drive to the official hotel that you must stay in um and then you're just there in the golf course and you can either eat at that hotel or at the golf course and that's it. You're not allowed to go out and have dinner or anything else really. So yeah, for the first sort of week or two, it's not too bad. And then by the fourth and fifth week, it's like, I just want to go somewhere. I don't even know where I just mm. want to go somewhere. So you can't go for a walk, you can't do anything. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you can't really complain too much because we're getting to play tournaments. So um, yeah, but that's, that's pretty much it. How many COVID tests do you think you've had so far? Um, we just had to have one um, for each tournament um, the week before. So I need to do one today um, for next week. And, yeah, once you get the all clear, then obviously you're good to go. Um, so, yeah, we just do one be- one before each tournament. And then, obviously, that's why we have the tournament bubble to try and, um, you know, minimise our risk for the next week and, and continue on. So we've been back since the last event, but we've still kind of had some restrictions on, you know, that we pretty much just go play golf practice and, and come back. We still can't really go out and about too much on the off weeks. Yeah. Does it get any easier 
in, in that or is it getting more claustrophobic? Um, it's been fine, um, you know, coming back and practicing and at least as sort of home cooked meals and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's a little bit, it was tough. The, um, last couple of events, like you couldn't choose what you had for dinner. It was sort of, you go to the hotel and everyone has a set menu and you just like eat what they put in front of you. Mm. I was kind of, um, just craving some good food and um, crumpets couldn't have any crumpets like five weeks so um yeah i'm feeling good now and um, it's only (laughs) a a yeah two-week stretch um coming up in spain so i might get some paella as well so that'll be good or what do you have do you have the seafood well yes and i really 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 love paella and then even though, I mean, that's not how you say it in Spain, but whatever, I won't embarrass myself trying to do the, trying to say it properly. But um, I love paella so much. And then like the last two or three times I've had it, I've been ill and I just like won't admit to myself that that's what it is. So I think I'm going to try and go for like a chicken one if I can and try a minimum. I just, I love it so much and I haven't admitted that that's what it's been. It does sound like the kind of meal f- that works in with your carb loading. So keep up. Yeah. The, uh, pay rice is life. That's, that's what I say. Rice is life. <laughs> that is awesome. So here's the question Steve, Steve prompted, right? So I noticed you made a comment on our uh, GDA post around the Greg Norman Greatest Australian Golfer cover by yeah. Australian Golf Digest. Yeah. Talk to us about that. What's going on? Well, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they publish that and they seem to have like a bit of a habit of doing that like in in my opinion and I don't really think it's it should be up for debate that much like Webby's won seven majors I don't I don't know why it's such a debate to me like she's the greatest Australian golfer of all time she's won seven majors she's um you know won however many other events and obviously Greg's had an a, amazing career as well, but he won what two majors, I think. Um, so, in my opinion, it's not really that close. <laughs> Amy, I am on your side a hundred percent. Nate and I have already had a discussion. It's going to be a, a hotly discussed topic on our pod <laughs> this week. Um, I am all in your corner and Kari's corner, and I think, um, yeah, I think it's very uh, open discussion that needs to be had in a debate. As you said, there's no debate really. Like statistics and, and results speak for themselves. So. Look, I support you 110%, and I think we need to get that out there, that um, that, that she's definitely the best golfer to ever uh, have come out of Australia, um, and then I support you 100% on that one. So Thanks, I'm glad Papa. we brought it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yep. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> and and Nate's not, here. Nate's not <laughs> here to defend it. So good. <laughs> I'm still wondering why it's not this bloke. You know, he's, he's got, you know, cover of Australia's Golf Digest and, you know, player of the year, did what down here. <laughs> I can't even a- see what that is. Amy, that's Steve. It's Steve O. It's Steve me as about a ten year old. Wow. That's <laughs> it beautiful. Was, uh, it's a good good little memory, but uh it's one of those things from the uh the golf expo in Sydney. You know, they take your photo and just prop it onto the uh on the front. But interesting enough, it's got, you know, how to birdie par fives from Tom Watson. So that's that era. 
Um, wow. It's a long time ago. <laughs> kind of shows well, my age. <laughs> well before you were born. Amy wasn't even born back then, I don't reckon. <laughs> Amy, whilst we're on the females, Australian golfers, um, a few of the girls are doing really good. Have you caught up with any of them while you've been over there? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it is tough to catch up with people when you're not allowed to really go near anyone. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've seen, I mean, I've literally said like hello to Whippa. Um, like I just haven't really, yeah, seen seen her much. Um, I know Steph Kiriaki's had some really good um, results, but um, yeah, I just haven't really crossed paths with her as yet. So um, yeah, it's quite, it is tough trying to catch up with people and stay away and then you're wearing a mask and you can't even hear what people are saying half the time. So, um, yeah, I haven't really had much of a, a catch up with anyone, to be honest. And there's not really too many of us out here, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, that's uh, been a bit of a shame, really. It's good to see them getting the runs on the board, though. And if you see Steph, we're keen to get her on the pod and have a chat with her about her latest success. So she's going really well. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. And we also need to clear up how you pronounce her last name. So I heard you say it just there, Kiriaku. Oh, I don't know. That could have been wrong. I don't know. <laughs> that could have been no, wrong. We need, we need to clear that up with her. I, I've been meaning to send her a, uh, a message on Instagram and just clear that one up at least. But also, yeah, to, um, to, to have her on as a special guest would be great. So if you do bump into her in the hallways, um, fist bump, elbow bump, whatever it is, um, yeah, send, send her our way. <laughs> Definitely. We're not even allowed elbow bumps. So I don't know how these other tours are getting away with that, but um, I, I will, um, yeah, see if I can get that happening. <laughs> All good. Um, but, yeah, speaking of uh, of tournament play and, and seeing some of the Aussies up there, what's the competition like at the moment? And, and is there uh, anyone that you've, um, you've eyeballed and said, you know, they've come out of uh, all of this and just gone straight into form? back into competition play? Um, yeah, I mean, there's um, been some people who have, it's obviously been good for the break. Um, yeah, in particular, I don't know. Um, obviously, the winners, you would say, <laughs> since then have done pretty well. Um, yep. But, yeah, I don't know if it's anything in particular that, you know, it's helped or it's, it's hindered. But um, for me especially that first week back, it did feel quite different. Um, I was trying to play a lot of kind of as much competition style um, golf as I could when I was um, back home against whoever, whoever was around, but it is, it's definitely a different vibe. So um, I think, yeah, a lot of the, um, the girls who were over in the UK, they had the Rose series, which um, I think might've helped was good to keep them ticking Sticking over, um, playing some competition golf, yeah, in those months, um, those months off the tour. So, yeah, that might have might have helped some of the girls. Um, and we talked a little bit earlier about your, your training. You're, you're about to head out for a practice round at the moment. What's the training facilities and, and I suppose the ability for you to, to train um, in between you know, competition play and, and also heading back to hotels or um or just traveling in in general um yeah well, i don't know what it's like um you know for everyone um where i am now um there are restrictions in place where people have to stay in kind of their um counties and their boroughs kind of thing um but um we are exempt as elite athletes 
um, there we are allowed to go to like it's like our place of work so we can kind of go and play and practice um, wherever we need to which is good um, which means the golf course is pretty quiet <laughs> which is ideal um, so it hasn't changed much for us um, yeah which is obviously it's good um, gym wise which has been doing at home stuff um, it's kind of yeah a bit bit sketchy with things opening and closing and you also don't want to contract it and then you can't can't play the next week so yeah just been staying home for for that side of things and then obviously when you're at the golf course it's um fairly safe so fortunately we've it's not really affected the practice side too much we can go and play and practice wherever we want which is good so Amy you've, you've talked to us through and it does sound like it's been isolation with a bit of golf chucked in unfortunately and we spoke with you on the pod before you left about the the psych side of things and you, you didn't really get into it do you feel though in, in the current situation there's definitely um an angle there that it's really it's a mentally draining game already and then throw in this iso stuff that it's something that you should potentially be looking at yeah definitely um I can like a hundred percent see how people could get super down um with the whole situation and then when you're out on the road and in your fourth or fifth week and you can't go anywhere and if you're not playing well it could just be like quite soul destroying um so i've just tried to kind of stay pretty positive and like i said like this is what we've been wanting is to go and play tournaments so um yeah, I think you've got to find so find things for yourself that um, keeps you in a good place and not try and dwell on things and get too down and just think about how awful it is because then, yeah, you really are going to struggle. So, um, yeah, you have to definitely have a, a close look at your mindset, I would say. And I think I've been, been doing okay with it, but I could definitely see how, how it could get you down, especially, as I said, if you're not playing well. Yeah, awesome. It does look, does sound like a struggle, but you, to your to your own credit, you're doing awesome, mate. So so keep the chin up and keep fighting hard. I think Steve's Thank got the next question. What's your next question, Steve? Eh? Oh, he's on mute. Sorry, I'm on mute. I thought I'd throw to uh, yeah, that's a rookie mistake. That one. Um, throw to a couple of questions that we've uh, we've had come in, uh, and it's the the one and only uh, Nate Paul. <laughs> apologizing he can't make it tonight he yeah literally has no voice unfortunately he's not not doing that well at the moment he's feeling a little bit crook a uh, bit of man flu um but uh yeah he's not doing that well but uh his next one question for amy how about bryson how about bryson i know well he he's he played awesome like what can you say um i still don't like him but <laughs> he, he's, still, he's still a wanker he's still a wanker you're allowed to say it he's still a wanker i'll let you say it but um well, I mean, he, you um, could agree his short game was probably you know what won him what won him the the major so um i mean still listening to him like i just like couldn't cope he's so annoying but um i mean you can't you can't knock what he's done and how he's transformed himself and how hard he's worked is, um, yeah, there's no doubt about that. He's um, definitely doing the right things as the results show. And you saw Rory, he posted it was speed season or whatever. So maybe there's going to be a few more following him. And, yeah, it's not hard to see why. 
Yeah, that was a question we threw up in the in the group. Um, you know, seeing those comparisons between what twenty seventeen and twenty twenty in in his um, stats, and asking the question of, you know, are there any other pros that are going to follow? Um, obviously, you know, Tiger Woods is probably one of the innovators around gym work and, and getting into that and being a fit athlete um, and building up a bit of mass. But um, yeah, are there any any other pros that you think would uh, align? Yeah, that's not you, Amy. That's Steve-O. How good does he look? <laughs> I don't even know what question. He was going to ask a question about who do you think is going to win the next tournament or any pros you don't think are going to win a major. Yeah, that's the one. Going. That'll do. That's, that'll that'll do. do. Sorry. Yeah. Who I think is going to win a major? Out who do you think won't win a major? Any any great players oh, out there? Yeah. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Oh. Um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't like to say who's not going to win one. Um, I think, like, Ricky Fowler is probably the one that is on people's list of best players not to win one yet. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you'll see him bulking up. He's a pretty small guy, but um, I don't know. I can't really imagine that happening, but you never know. <laughs> Um, and I suppose moving into what's coming up for you and, and what's happening for you at the moment. So there's um, th there's also some auction items that you've actually had out on Facebook. So before you left, you had a, a fundraiser to to raise some funds to help you help get you over there and start competing again. And um, and you'd collected a, a heap of uh, items that uh, were from some really really notable golfers uh male and female um golfers uh we've just watched the adam scott bag uh get uh, bid on i think it went for just under 1200 bucks from from memory looking through that post and we had a couple of our members uh bidding there as well uh, hopefully driving the price a little north for you but uh, what's to come in, in that one and how, how can our guys uh, get involved yeah, um, we've got, obviously, as you said, the um, Adam Scott bag just went, which was really good. Um, we've also got probably three or four more items coming up. We've got a dint putter, which um, everyone should already sort of know about dint putters. Um, so that'll be good for someone. Um, we've got um, the Kari Web stuff already went on the day. So some of it went on the day and then we've got some of it online Coming up, um, we've got sign flag from Hannah Green when she won the KPMG, which is coming up this week. Um, she's defending that this week, finally, now that that's um, like rolled back around. So um, yep. we've got, yeah, sign flag from her. We have got some signed stuff from Dame Laura Davies. She is my um, my fave. So hopefully people jump on board and, and bid on that stuff as well because, um, yeah, definitely – um, where the items and yeah, three three or four more things coming up. So we'll put on one per week, just like we did with the bag, and give everyone a, a good chance to get bidding on it. Yeah, nice. Um, so blue chip talent, I think, on Facebook are the ones hosting those auctions. Um, so guys, jump over to blue chip talent and go check out the uh, the auction items that are coming up. But maybe a quick double back on on that. You you mentioned Dame Laura uh, Davies. Who was your idol growing up from a, a golfing sense? Um, it probably would have been her, to be honest. Um, yeah. Tiger Woods in the men's game, obviously, and then um, 
I kind of got a lot of my kind of like, yeah, people that I would look up to from going and watching the golf at Royal Pines, which is like 10, 10 minutes down the road from me, the ANZ Ladies Masters, it was called back then. And I just thought it was the best thing ever. And I thought it was probably like the biggest tournament in the world um, when I used to go and watch that. And yeah, obviously um, she loved coming to Australia and playing and she's always supported that event and played. And um, my dad, he obviously um, being born in England, my dad, he's English and he obviously knows all about her and her career and definitely um I think it's probably because of him he was like oh my god Laura Davies go and get a picture with her and I was like okay and it probably started from there so um yeah I mean all Aussies like would look up to Webby and so and um yeah but um Dame Laura every time I like see her at an event now that I'm playing and I'm still just kind of like fangirling in the corner so <laughs> definitely <laughs> bit starstruck yeah <laughs> So, Amy, you'd be a miss of us to, to – did you watch the ANA Inspiration? I'm sure you did. What was your take on that? Um, I, I watched bits of it. I didn't really get to watch um, watch that much of it. I know the big sort of controversy for the week was the wall thing behind the, uh, behind the green. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know. I, yeah, I don't know that I have much of an opinion on it. It's the same for everyone and I guess – makes it a bit interesting that people can go for it. I talked to a couple of girls that have played in that event before and they just said, well, no one would go for it if that wasn't there because you can't really hold the green that much, um, you know, if you're going for it in two. So, like, yeah, you just wouldn't really see people going for it. So I guess, yeah, why not have it there and make it a little bit more interesting? You see it on the PGA Tour every week. They use the grandstands and it's only when there's no fans that it comes even more obvious. So, um yeah. And you've got the, you mentioned the KPMG's upcoming this weekend and, and Henna's defending her title. How do you think she'll go? I think she'll do pretty well. She's, um, doesn't normally put a foot wrong, Greenie. So I think, um, there's no reason why, um, she can't be up there again. Um, yeah, she's, she's been playing not too badly and, um, she obviously, she knows how to win and she knows how to win a major. So, um, I think she'll be, um, yeah, I don't know if she'll be a favourite, but, um, yeah, there's no reason why, why she won't be up there, I don't think. And I suppose what's uh, what's on the cards for you coming up in the next uh, next few weeks and months? Um, I You've got a couple-of-week break at the moment, yeah? Yeah, I've had um, – I leave on Monday, uh, Monday coming, and two events in Spain um, on the Access Series. Um, so those two, and then that's pretty much wrapped up um wrapped up there um then there's quite a lot of smaller events i can play in the uk um one day one day events so i'm gonna have a look into those and see what else i can play in see if i can get an invite into anything else um yeah but then it's gonna get very cold very quickly so um (laughs) it's kind of already like wrapping up which is kind of wild and you think of like the year and there's just been nothing and then it's almost over in the blink of an eye so when does it start to get really cold over there? And what are we, well, uh, October now? It's, uh, it's not warm at the moment, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I went and played yesterday and it was, I was wearing thermals and a jumper and like my rain gear and I was very cold. And beanie. You're rocking and, the beanie, yeah, rocking the beanie, yeah. I saw that. 
yeah and it's very cold so um i mean yeah it's it's not really gonna get warmer either so that's um <laughs> something to look forward to but yeah it is actually um good to go out and play in because i mean yeah on the gold coast we we don't get that so um the cold and the wind and the rain you gotta just get the ball around so it's quite good to to practicing because um you might end up playing a tournament in in those conditions yeah and where does it kick back off after after christmas new year uh well yeah we don't know really yeah, um okay. obviously i think people were hoping that it would just be this year that would be affected but um i think it's kind of getting a bit <laughs> apparent that it's we don't know how long it's going to be around for and um, obviously, yeah, mm. tournaments take a lot of planning in advance. But, I mean, we normally would come to Australia for the first two or three months of the year. Um, I mean, we haven't really heard anything about it, but I can't really see it happening. But you never know. <laughs> we can hope. But, yeah, we, we really don't know anything beyond, um, beyond like, a couple of months. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, we might sort of wrap it up there. I know you got to head out and get get to training. Uh, DP, any last thoughts for you, mate? Any other questions? Uh, no, just on that, Amy. So you won't come back to Australia until we lift that fourteen day um, ISO. Well, I mean, yeah. Realistically, um, I'm I'm obviously not keen on paying for two, for two weeks quarantine in a hotel. Um, I would obviously like I'd love to come home and especially for Christmas and get back to the warmth but yeah i kind of just have to wait and see but i'm probably going to be over here for for a while waiting to to see if things kind of ease up a little bit yeah you've got family over there anyway don't you yeah yep thankfully yep. and i've got my british passport so i'm not going to get kicked out or anything <laughs> <laughs> oh very good sorry dp you wanted to get a couple of last thoughts in no, I don't have any thoughts. But Amy, you really need <laughs> to get onto this podcast again because these clowns—it's <laughs> it's gone south since you left. I don't know if you're listening. You should. If, if you're not listening, you don't waste your time because they're they're chopping. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good plug for our podcast. I love it. That's a great plug for our podcast. <laughs> oh no, it'll be great to have you back. All the same, Ames. I know you're gonna have a have a little bit more golf to do before the end of the year. But yeah, we'd, we'd uh, happily have you back on the podcast um, in the break that you will have. Um, but it's been great to be able to catch up with you and and just hear what it's like for you since going back and competing and uh and hopefully you have some success in the coming weeks uh, before it all sort of wraps up for this year yeah awesome thanks very much for uh having me back it's been good thanks amy thanks, thanks, good guys. luck we'll take care good luck thanks guys thanks see, you, mate. see ya bye, bye. All right, there we go. Amy, back uh, competing again, which is fantastic uh, to see and also just to hear about what it's like for her. I think there's some really cool insights just to, to understand what it's like being in that tournament bubble. What do you reckon, DP? Mate, it sounds like a struggle. I think us weekend hackers think, oh, she's living the dream and she's, I mean, only at that lower level and she's chasing that that tour card and, and attending all mm. of those tournaments, but it does not sound like a holiday at all. It sounds like a dead set slog. So she is doing it tough, but she seems to be in good spirits and, and, and yeah, it's been great to catch up with her. I, I, I do bloody miss her mate. Cause fair income, you and Nate and 
the king. I'd much rather <laughs> much rather chat to her, fair dinkum. Yeah, uh, I I can actually agree with you. Listening to you drivel on for a while is uh, is a bit uh, it, it hurts the ears a little, but uh, nonetheless, it, it it would be great to have Amy back on all the same. Um, she's a great addition to the to the podcast family. So yeah, it's fantastic to be able to just connect with her again, and and uh, hopefully we can uh, add her into the podcast in the in the coming months when she's got a bit of a break happening as well. So uh, tell, me Steve-O. tell me, yes. Steve, tell me, Steve, how's Nate calls in sick and then gets yep. on bloody Facebook. What the hell's going on there? He's kidding, isn't he? <laughs> I don't even reckon uh, he's sick. I reckon I reckon he's sitting at home. He's having a few session set beers and and watching the Facebook and just yeah, yeah I, this is bloody ridiculous. <laughs> oh mate, go and get some um, some hard liquor and clear up that throat and uh, and get back to us next week, mate. But um, we didn't get to record the podcast last night. We had a fair bit on. It was a long weekend, all the same, and I think we're all bloody pretty tired by the end of uh, end of it. And we we had a round yesterday, uh, DP as well that we'll we'll get into when we do record the podcast. Hopefully tomorrow night when uh, Nate gets his voice back and and hopefully the king can make it as well. So looking forward to recording it- our podcast tomorrow night is it is it true the king didn't want to come on tonight because of his uh t-shirt on the first yeah i i I don't think we give it away just yet but uh yeah there was something interesting that uh, that happened and i haven't had one of those in a very very (laughs) long time um Uh... probably since i was a kid uh so uh, yeah we'll, we'll get into that on the uh, on the podcast um <laughs> nate's just thrown in there a comment uh please he has three crying kids uh okay yeah very good mate <laughs> good luck with uh with that um someone's thrown in there a comment that actually no i don't want to throw it up there um because it probably alludes to what happened yesterday uh for for Mr. Bailey, um, but that'll uh, that'll do for for an evening for a live chat. I know it was a bit of a shorter one tonight, but Amy had, uh, had, had graciously given us a little bit of her time before she headed out for a practice session. Um, it's quite tough to get some uh, some course time out there apparently at the moment. So um, yeah, that'll be uh, a good wrap for us for this week's live chat. Looking forward to the ones that we've got coming up as well. And the podcast, we're going to get that podcast out there, Steve. I think we're. What do we got? We've got 50,000 listens. We've got to get that up to 100,000, don't we? Is that the yeah. goal? Yeah, that'll be the goal, mate. 100,000 listens would be fantastic. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to uh, to seeing more and more get involved on, on that one. Actually, just on the live chats, I've been chatting with Marcus Fraser. I'm hoping that we can uh, get a chat with him next Tuesday as well. So that'll be, a, that'll be a really good one as well, another Aussie legend. We've got a few in the pipes too. I think there's, uh, without spoiling it, we've got a... Uh, Someone from across the ditch that might have won a, a major? Yep, yep. We've got someone across the ditch, um, hopefully getting on there very soon. Uh, yeah, thrown a lot of feelers out there and had a few responses, so we're uh, just locking in the next few weeks at the moment. So hopefully they'll be they'll be done and dusted by the end of this week and we'll uh, we'll be able to share some of those locked in, in, um, in, in interviewers. So... Yeah, I'll be looking forward to it, mate, but I think we're rambling on now. Let's uh, let's wrap it up for an evening, and uh, I think you've got a night golf match happening tonight. Is that right? Oh, look, I might be uh, might be partaking in a bit of uh, bit of whack fuck tonight, so yeah, I'll go and do that. <laughs> or oh, we're a little bit early. I probably shouldn't have said that. I think that's, that's <laughs> maybe we need to put a warning up. But yes, I may be uh, chasing a ball around tonight. That's the the plan. Sea ball, hit ball, chase ball, hit ball. Is that right? 
fine ball, fine ball in there somewhere, <laughs> fine ball, hit ball again, swear. That's the uh, goal. All right, great, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Double Par, and thanks, Amy, for joining us again. Uh, have a great evening, and we'll see you next week on the Golf Days Australia podcast and live chats. Thanks, steve well, guys, thanks for tuning in. That was our interview with Amy Walsh. It was great to be able to catch up with her again and uh, hopefully we uh, see some more coming from Amy in the not-too-distant future. We are now going to take you to our interview with Courtney and Simon Houston. Oh, welcome, guys, to the Golf Days Australia podcast, proudly sponsored by Cobra Prima Golf, Dint Putters, Session Set and Net Return Australia. Uh this week we have a little bit of a treat for you. Um, this one comes straight of our, out of our Facebook group, uh, Golf Days Australia Advice and Discussion. If you haven't found us yet on Facebook, jump onto Facebook, search up Golf Days Australia Advice and Discussion and give us a bit of a, a like there and join, join in in the community. Um, now, if you happen to be listening to our podcast last week, you might have picked up on my post of the week. Um, it, it actually came from a, a member of ours, Wayne Lamb. Now, Wayne shared an article from the Inside Golf magazine, um, and it was about a 10-year-old sensation hailing from Coolangatta and Tweed Golf Club, um, who recently took out her club's women's A-grade net title. Um it's a huge achievement for a 10-year-old, and how about we bring her on screen now? So Courtney and her father join me now. How are you, Courtney? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing quite well. And how about yourself, Simon? You good? Oh, I'm not too bad. I'm not bad, Steve. <laughs> good, good. Well, look, guys, thank you again for uh, for uh, helping us add a bit of flavour to our uh, to our podcast and also add a bit of flavour to our uh, membership on Facebook. We thought we'd reach out after hearing about your awesome achievement, Courtney, and uh, and get you on and have a bit of a chat. So um, absolutely awesome to, to take out your, your club's women's A-grade net title. How did you feel when you saw your name come up on the leaderboard or hear your name get called out? Oh, it was so good. Mum's just like... Oh, you've only just got beaten. I'm just like, oh, dang. And then I call up my name and just like, wow, so surprised. <laughs> oh, I bet that was a pretty cool moment for you too, Dad. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I wasn't there. Mum was catting for her, actually. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, um, fantastic. And we let her know that she hadn't won um, until, <laughs> the actual, until the actual results were read out. So she's sitting there thinking, uh, oh, well, wow. didn't won anything or whatnot. And all of a sudden... <laughs> And uh, it, was, it was quite amazing. I mean, all the mem- all the lady members were there, and they and they stood up and cheered and clapped. It was brilliant. So uh, oh, that's that's um, awesome. And and I'm guessing you played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was that one of your one of your better uh, better games? Your better better play? It was good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, consistent. yeah, it was good. Yeah, very consistent. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Well, before we get into a bit of a chat, uh, we've got a bit of an ice-breaking segment that we like to do with our our live chats. If you haven't seen that, jump on and have a bit of a look. But um, it's called the Quick Fire Par 5. So five shots, five quick questions, couple word answers to, to get us through to the hole, and and then we'll kick off into uh, into the chat. Are you ready? Yeah. Awesome. Right. Um, okay, cool. So who is your most favourite golfer in the world? <laughs> tough one. Yeah, it's probably. You can say I, that if you really want to. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's all right. Um, Have you like, got a favourite? Probably like Hannah Green or Mindy Lee or someone. 
Yeah, awesome. We had we had Hannah on not too long ago and, and talked about okay. her uh, KPMG uh, Women's PGA Championship as well, um, which just happened over the weekend too. So um, she she wasn't quite able to defend her title, but uh, all the same, um, she yeah. I, I hope uh, I hope she took a, a lot of lessons out of that, and uh, and hopefully she gets back into it next year anyway with that that title. But um, next question: How long is your biggest shot that you've hit? What do you reckon? And 180 meters, maybe. Yeah, wow. And that's with your driver. Yeah. Awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty big for a ten-year-old. That's pretty big. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, question. This one's a bit of a left field. What's your favorite movie? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you we seen one lately? You watch a lot of um, movies, yeah. Yeah, we watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, we watch a lot. Yeah, nice. Well done. I like that one. My kids have been getting into watching a bit of that uh, lately. Um, we've watched the short game as well. It's like a little. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. a good one. I like that. Um, all right. Question number four. You're on the first tee box and you're standing over the ball. What are you thinking? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just hit the ball. Hit the ball. Yeah, that's a good thought. <laughs> All right, last question. Let's get it home here. Um, have you had any holes in one yet? No. No? All right. That's right. Yeah. The other day, right in the lip. Yeah. Well, wow. Like... Wow, that's pretty cool. How far was that hole? Um, 110 metres. Around 110. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thing is, our eight-year-old brother's had a hole in one already. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I've heard a little uh, little story you told me before about your eight-year-old brother. Um, what was the the title that he got? Uh, this under six Australian junior age champion. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah. having a brother do that as well. I like it. Uh, pretty uh, pretty chuff there, Dad. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's pretty good to have some golf. I get to get some golfing because they want to play golfers too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's cool. All right. Well, so when when did you start playing, Courtney? Do you remember picking up a golf club? Um, probably when I was around five-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty young. That's good. Um, yeah. And Dad, uh, you, you're pretty accomplished as well. So you're the head pro at Coolangatta and Tweed, are you? Yeah. Yeah, that's my role. I, uh, I'm the yeah, I'm the head pro at uh, Coolangatta and Tweed. Yeah, how long have you been there for? Uh, two years. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, two years I've been at the uh, golf club. Yeah, and how long have you been a um, been a professional for? Uh, I did my I did my uh, PGA traineeship, um, one of the many pathways. Started in two thousand and four, graduated in two thousand and seven, became a, a fully qualified professional. Yeah. Went out and played a little bit and uh, had a bit of fun playing around the world. And then yep. uh, a couple of golfers come along and uh, put a bit of a halt to that. <laughs> yeah, a little, uh, little family certainly mm. helps, I suppose, level life out a little bit. But uh, I'm sure you get a lot of appreciation out of um, the little children you've been able to uh, help grow and, and grow into the game here as well. But um, back to you, maybe, maybe Courtney. So... Um, Oh, sorry, one sec. 
my iPad's gone dead, so I've uh, had to use my little iPhone here to look at my notes. I'll go back to that one in a sec. Um, all right, so I might ask one more quick question on yourself, um, Simon. Um, all right, so I'll just come back into it. Um, Simon, so how has golf been for you uh, at Coolangatta and Tweed this year? Have you had much of an impact COVID-wise? Uh, we had a one-day scare uh, of thinking that we're going to be shut down for a long period of time. Um, remember boarding the place up pretty much. We covered all the windows, thinking, oh, this could be in for a while. And pretty much 24 hours later, we were, we were good to go. Um, and we haven't looked back since. I think a lot of places are up in golf. I mean, I know New South Wales itself is, is up 29% on uh, in numbers, but we, we're, we're booming, especially on a 36-hole golf course at Coolangatta It's We're huge. Yeah, well, and how, how big are the fields looking at the moment, usually, say, on a Saturday? Yeah, it, it's full. Uh, we get, we're roughly getting around about 450 to 500 through the, uh, yeah, wow. through the courses yeah, in, in a comp and then chock a block through uh, public play there afterwards. Yeah, it's wow, amazing that's amazing. Certainly the flat Yeah, wow, that's pretty amazing. Uh, and I, I think speaking to a lot of others uh, around here and, and also just speaking in general on the, in the group, we hear that, yeah, golf is up uh, across the board. I mean, apart from obviously, and, and apologies to our Victorian friends uh, in, in the group, but um, they haven't been able to, well, Melbourne, um, uh, you know, in Melbourne CBD, hasn't really been able to um, get out for a game, but regional obviously still uh, able to a bit. But um, yeah, it's fantastic to hear about golf thriving and and i hope that i suppose when the dust sort of settles to a degree um if it ever will um i hope that this is something that you know people will continue to do on um yeah when that dust does sort of settle but yeah. um maybe back to to yourself courtney um how often do you practice oh, or do you like I mean, to get out on the course yeah more play than practice yeah 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 <laughs> Yep, nice. Um, and you, you mentioned there your mum caddied for you. Do, do you alternate between caddies, between your, your dad and your mum? Yeah, well, dad was my caddy, but then he got out and then mum jumped in. So <laughs> mum's pretty much now my new caddy. I'm going to pit you guys against each other. Who's your favourite caddy out of those two? Oh. <laughs> Is dad a bit of a daddy caddy and likes to give you the tips around the course? Mum's more the caddy and dad's like the coach, yeah. <laughs> oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Oh, he's a very important role all the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, now, what's your favourite hole at, at to your home course? Ooh. What one comes to mind? <laughs> We always chip up playing the 18 or 10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Are they... The... 10, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, 10 on the river course. Yeah, Yeah. okay, cool. And is that uh, par 4, par 3, par 5? Par 3. Par 3, yeah, nice. How far is it? About 110. Yeah, okay. That wasn't the yeah. one you almost had a hole in one in, was it? Is yeah, that the one? Well, oh, surely that's yeah. going to be your favourite. All right. Well, hopefully, mm -hmm. um, hopefully that holy one does come uh, and come soon for you. But um, yeah. what's your what's your favourite club in your bag at the moment? Oh, 
I do like my three wood. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good. It's a three wood really good. Yeah. yeah. Really clean. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and what's your, your favorite shot to play? Have you got a favorite shot to play? Do you like the chipping or your three wood is nice? Yeah, three wood's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what what's what, what's your handicap at the moment, Courtney? Um thirteen point nine is GA. Oh wow. That's better than me. Not that that's saying much, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Uh yeah. what would you like to, to get it to this year by the end of the year? Um hoping to get it to ten by the end of the year. Wow. That that'd be pretty awesome. A bit of golf to, to happen yeah. between now and then to get you down to ten. But it'd be uh, it'd be really yeah. cool to see that. I'm sure. Um, and yeah. what do you what do you think is coming up next for you? Have you got any more competitions you'd like to play? Um, I got car book next week. I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And is there much in the way of um, the junior tournaments? I know there's Jack Newton Junior. Um, <laughs> Are you involved in that at all or get involved in, in other junior tournaments? I mean, like um, Northern Rivers, so. Yeah. So everything's hard with us at the moment, being on the New South Wales side, um, being on uh, the border. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it makes it awkward. Um, we've had a lot of events cancelled. Um, talking about amateur, male, female, older, junior, everything's been cancelled because People from Queensland side can't come to New South Wales. It's been a bit of a an interesting one. We're, we're slowly opening up. Um, but yeah. All the junior stuff uh, for Northern Rivers has been cancelled, unfortunately. Okay, um, yeah. Shame, but she, for the events we did play, she finished on top of the order of merit. Yeah, um, wow. Which is pretty impressive because it's, it's up <laughs> to 17 year olds. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's pretty cool. So now that... So now that uh, so New South Wales, where we are in Coolangatta, we can actually move through into Queensland anywhere. So we're actually going to go um, to follow all the Queensland junior events and see how they go yep. and see what the competition's like that way as well. Yeah, fantastic. That'll be uh, that'll be pretty cool, pretty exciting. And hopefully, uh, hopefully that yeah. all goes goes pretty well and and can happen pretty safely as well. So, yeah, looking forward mm -hmm. to to hearing a bit more and how that goes. But um, Courtney, you've also got an Instagram account, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. How many followers have you got at the moment? I'm looking at it right now. Can you guess? Don't know. No. You've got 251 followers, which is pretty cool. <laughs> That's very cool. And I'm just going to follow you now. So you've got 252 now as well. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But what's your um, what's your Instagram handle? Do you remember what it is? Um, Courtney Houston Junior Golfer. All right, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, guys, if you're listening out there, jump on. Uh, as I said, I reckon uh, we'll be hearing a lot about Courtney in the uh, in the not too distant future. So jump on Instagram, give her a follow, Courtney Houston Junior Golfer on Instagram. Look, guys, thank you very much for for joining us tonight. It's been really great to have a chat and and get involved with some of our our members and obviously family members of our of our members as well and and hear about some success that's not necessarily on the on the big PGA stage 
um, but close to home. And it's really cool to be able to hear about that. But I'm sure we're going to hear your name and see your name in lights in years to come, Courtney. I'm looking forward to keeping an eye out for you and, and seeing how you track along as you as you uh, progress as a golfer and, and get a little bit older. So, But thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Well, how was that? Getting to chat with one of our family members of the GDA Advice and Discussion Group, uh, Courtney Houston. As I said, I'm sure she's destined for a really bright future and I'm looking forward to keeping an eye out her out for her in the not-too-distant future. It'd be really cool. Jump onto her Instagram, give her a follow, Courtney Houston, junior golfer. Very, very, very good and it was great to have a chat with them. So uh, wish you all the best, Courtney, and good luck. Three golf tragics. We're, we're weekend packers, and, and we love that's to right. go to golf. And I, I think oh, that's I showed that. you guys that on the weekend. Yes, 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 <laughs> you did. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. I, I just, uh, <laughs>